Rush Limbaugh, the EIB Network, and... Good morning, everybody. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. What's up, beer drinkers? We got another great show for you again this week. Here's Dan Hampton and Ed O'Brien. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to... Can I have a bite? No. I'm not biting my sandwich. Why not? Because I don't let white people bite my sandwich after me, and I got to rebite after them. Is that right? No, there's no follow the leader when you're biting a sandwich. There's mayonnaise on this thing. No bites to whites. It never happens. Well, you know what? Works both ways. You know what my motto is? What's yours? No snacks for blacks. Okay. Huh? Yeah. You happy with that? That's your motto. Stick to it. That's my motto. I got mine. You got yours. Okay. Stop beat. This is where this gets difficult. Mafia podcast back once again, as we always are on Tuesdays for the people on patreon.com slash lingus mafia. You can get all of your nonsense there, all the different tiers, all the fun stuff. But you cheap bastards who hear this on Thursday, just stay there and, you know, take half the show and we'll give you only fucking half our effort because uh, you don't pay us. But this week we have a special guest on and it's starting this fucking show off. How about that? But first, let me say, uh, Fausti's here. How do you do, Fausti? What do you hear? What do you say? And our underboss, Gregorio. Buonasera. Our guest this week, the great. I see. I, I know you're from a hole in the wall, Brad, but I call you the great. I show you respect. The great, Brad Shepard. Fuck it, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so many questions for Brad, uh, who is always getting in trouble with the wacky fans. And uh, he he is in that line of Billy and I, where it's you know you get in trouble for saying anything nowadays. But Brad bowed down for a while, more so for safety reasons, because you had some really wacky shit going on with what was it? People threatening you because you uh, you had an opinion about wrestling. <laughs> Said, you know, saying they needed to go to my parents' house and they threatening <laughs> me and my family, my wife doxing her, all kinds of crazy stuff like i don't even like to talk about it just at least from a detail perspective because i don't want to give these other crazy fucks ideas sure uh, but it was just like you know it got to the point where my family felt unsafe for me i can take it uh but you know we had a conversation and they're like yeah yeah they didn't feel so we had to take some you know measures put some measures into place i'm back now but i mean again to your point it's all over my opinions on like men and women fake fighting in their underwear. It's really stupid. Yeah. So mostly what I wanted to have you on, I wanted to get some background 
from you. So a lot of time, like in the uh, the world of all pro wrestling, Fausti's the one. He usually tells me things that are going on. Like we watched, we've watched since seven years old, whatever it was. And but like dirt sheet wise, I never was one to go online, never to find out anything. I heard your name around because it was like, here's a report from whoever, and you just hear the the usual names, right? Everybody knows Meltzer, of course, and then it trickles from there. Um, so he would tell me if something was going on and ended up meeting Billy through doing shows and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm not one to go online and be like, oh, I wonder what's happening here and there and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm always fascinated how the sausage is made and how things came to be. We've been doing this stupid show of ours for about nine years now. And it started off with a YouTube show we did. And that was doing a review of wrestling, but we also did like a little uh, movie in the beginning. We would do each week like a five, ten minute skit of whatever. And that would bring people in. They would watch that and then turn it off. And I go, I don't give a shit. You turn the rest of the thing off. If you're not into wrestling, they could watch that, right? So I'm always fascinated by people that made it into like, how the fuck did this ever happen to you that you got your name out there and got to be even known? So... Starting from the start, kind of, you've watched, you were always a wrestling fan, I assume, since a kid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I just remember the WWF golden era. That's really what I grew up on. I'm 44. So okay. I was a Hulk Hogan guy, went to live events as a child, became a fan, you know, probably maybe three years old is when I started watching. So I've watched a long time. Um, so I've seen the ebb and flows and how it's been good at times and how it's been really shitty at times, like right now. Uh, and so I kind of been through that. Yeah, I, I got on Twitter and, you know, I had uh, developed a friendship with someone inside of WWE and uh, had information. Right, how did you get to be the friend? How did you get a friendship, first of all, through somebody? Is that too much going in that it, people it would is. know yeah, then? Yeah, yeah. Did right, you know yeah. him from growing up? No. Okay. So you knew him in, in like a in just in time you ended up meeting someone and becoming friends with them on a on away from wrestling? Yeah, 100% random. Just okay. dumb luck is the way it worked out totally. Um and and I kind of took that and and had a friendship and started getting some really big inside information, you know, really I was posting, you know, inside stuff and I was a small account at the time, nobody cares whatever. Uh but then it kind of changed when I broke the XFL return story that Vince was bringing that back. You know, I had a lot of very exact detail on that when they were going to announce it, that it was coming back, mm. you know, what the team names and locations would be, et cetera, et cetera. So that's really, you know, I, all of a sudden I'm getting calls from ESPN radio and Fox sports radio and no all shit. of these major oh, wow. corporate media sites are reaching out to me. Uh, you know, I was on PTI getting credited for the story. It was just, so, you know, for someone who is not in that wrestling bubble and had a small account of breaking that story, you know, I posted the tweet that the XFL would return. Yeah, I remember I was in bed. I made the tweet. And I'm like, whatever, who cares? Right? Sure. And um, how many followers at that point do you have? Oh, Jesus. Not that many. Man. And that's just I, at I mean, Brad Shepard at the time. That's what you just it was your name. It was the Brad Shepard at the time. Now, yeah, it's. It's B.A. Shep is um, is what you are now. Shep brother. Yeah. But at the time, yeah. And I was just like, you know, whatever. Like, maybe some people pay attention to this. I didn't think anything of it, honestly. Sure. Uh, and 
as the night went on, I, you know, I woke up to like just fucking thousands of notifications. The the Twitter app on my phone is freezing. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. You know, <laughs> so, so do you I, do a tag yeah, of anything? Do you do a hashtag of something that that catches? I mean, do you do type pound XFL? No, when you do I, that? I didn't know about that shit. I'm like, wow. So it's like, how the hell did this get into a groove of everybody seeing, of of all things, that something that is not in existence at that point since, you know, it folded 100 years ago. So why would it ever be in anybody's wave? You type XFL is returning this and that, yeah. and people see this. <laughs> and that's the, that's the weird thing about the IWC. It got around to the right eyeballs and it, it generated a buzz. And all of a sudden, you know, I've got people reaching out that I'm like corporate media. They're just covering me. And I'm, so it really began, it put me in a position where, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I'm just a guy mm -hmm. like you got everyone else. And all of a sudden I've got, you know, corporate media reaching out to me. You know, I've got all these people reaching out to me, all these people following me. I'm like, okay, like what the fuck? Yeah. You know? So it was, a, it was a really kind of a weird experience in, in a lot of ways. So does the person that you are in contact with, does it get found out? Like, who leaked this? Do you hear word that Vince is running around going, how the fuck does this guy know? And your person shivering in the background or what? Well, I think that's the difference between me and a lot of the, like, Mark Dirt Sheet writers is uh they they're willing to compromise sources to kind of puff their chest out to the and say i know this me. person look at me i know this like you know and i i know plenty of things that i haven't said based on because it could compromise the source right? sure that's what i mean that's what actual journalists do but they're not actual yeah. journalists for anyone who follows wrestling you know that it's you know it's just like fanboys with wordpress access that you know, write about it from pretty much a fanboy perspective. Um, and so I'm super careful. I take a lot of precautions in, in protecting my sources in the company. Uh, that's something that I always knew is important because that for me is just common sense. I don't think you have to have a journalism degree to figure that out. Uh, but that's kind of like the difference between me and those guys. Those guys want to, they want to puff their chest out, let everyone know, hey, I've got the inside scoop. Whereas I'm more careful and willing to protect the people that I'm working with because I know if it gets out, their ass is fired. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to burn that bridge. I've heard sports writers say similar stuff where they can have a relationship oh, yeah. with players, and they'll get information, and they have to make sure. Wait, can I put this on the record, off the record? Yeah. Because yeah. they know if they put something out there that shouldn't get out there, then that player is not going to tell them anything anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you start your Twitter, is it at, it's after you meet your friend and you and you're getting the information, you start to think, hey, maybe I should uh, make a Twitter that puts information. Do you tell your friend, hey, I'm going to put this out there, but I'll never say your name. Is that OK that I do this? And how does that go? Yeah. So, I mean, I knew, obviously, you, you bet the source at first. Obviously, I knew this was legitimate and verified that. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. It's a conversation, you know, and you let them know and, you know, your, your top interest is protecting them. Right. Yeah. And that 
includes is sometimes you have to pass on stuff or really juicy stuff that you hear, but because of the limited audience and based on their role in the company, it would narrow it down too much to where you cannot report it. Uh, and so, you know, man, it was like some of those stories really juicy. And what was one of the out. best ones that you couldn't do or can you still not say it because it would out? Yeah, I still can't say it, unfortunately. It's Off like, the air. I, I would like so to know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people you know. I've had people message me and go, can you send me the Billy video where he's yelling at Satin? I'm like, we talked about on the show that right. it wasn't going to be released. Let me just send this to a stranger and know you're going to keep this to yourself. <laughs> You do it. I saw that video, by the way. It was great. Oh, did he, Billy send it to you then? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling way, at Ryan a guy Satton, Ryan Satin was behind. Quick story. Sorry. Yeah. Ryan Satin was behind, like, uh, posting on a Facebook account, trying to discredit one of my stories from the, <laughs> the pan COVID pandemic, you know, about what WWE was doing. And it was a very true report, mm -hmm. you know, at a very high level source. And, and Ryan Staten, who's a total piece of fucking shit. You know, he's at Fox Sports because his dad mm -hmm. got him all his opportunities, and everybody knows it. He's one of those guys who falls upwards. Like, oh, he fails at everything he does. It's great. And his daddy gives him money and blah, blah, blah. I blah, wish blah. I could fall um, up. <laughs> I know. I'm ready to fall upwards. No kidding. Uh, so, so he has this whole thing where he posts on social media that, you know, don't trust Brad Shepard. This is fake, and he's not a real source. But he does it under the Fox Sports account. Oh, you know, so obviously oh, wow. he carries weight. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's like, and I actually went. Not a lot of people know this. I actually went to Fox Sports vice president about that. Wow. And said, mm -hmm. hey, I, you know, this story is real and blah blah blah. I don't appreciate him doing this. And then she told me it was handled. I mean, he's still the company, obviously, yeah. but right. you know, and, and so it, like these trolls, every now and then, it's like. Oh, Brad Shepard, uh, uh, fake news, Fox Sports says. Right. I don't give a shit what Fox Sports says. It's only Fox in Sports wrestling. the person in the company I'm talking to, yeah. It's it's absolutely. not, you don't see Ian Rappaport yell at uh, Adam Schefter and go, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> it's bizarre as hell. I told, I told Billy, get to be friends with somebody in the NFL. Fuck this wrestling shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, get into yeah. the real shit and do this. So... After is your uh, friend or your original uh, acquaintance still in the wrestling world? Not with the same company, but is he just in in wrestling still, or is he done? Still in, yeah, absolutely. St same spot as before, though. All this time, same thing. Or okay, I got you. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll try to follow yeah. the crumbs. Um, what year do you meet this person? So I started out in. 2015, so I'd say it was around there. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, a, see, we're going to try to fuck around. Uh, a wrestler? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I don't have a ton of wrestler sources. Okay. That's and probably better off. Why. Yeah, of course it is. Here's why. What you find out in this sort of carny business mm -hmm. for wrestling is they all have agendas. So you can't necessarily trust what they're telling you. It may be their perspective or what they want or what they feel, but it may not necessarily be fact. Uh, so, you know, I, I would never just, for example, rely on just one wrestler source to report anything. Uh, they, and they will, they're very dishonest people. I mean, that's just been my experience. When hmm. do you start getting compensated for, reporting wrestling news how does that happen 
Oh, geez. I, I mean, honestly, I created the only opportunity I've had to be paid. That's it. Do you make a website? Patreon. It's just a paid website that people are coming to for news information? I had a Patreon. Okay. Uh, when I left, because of those security issues, I closed it down. Mm. I've got it back now. It's patreon.com forward slash allow me to apologize. But right, these wrestling sites generally, yeah, you like that cheap <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not going to miss that chance. Okay. Uh, but, you know, there's not a lot of paid positions in wrestling news. I actually got my start in writing uh, through politics. Yeah, and, and I was making $250 an article in politics. No you kid, know, so who'd you write for? Uh, UncoverDC.com. Okay. And, and I was like, you know, this, you know, so you get used to, man, this is a great part-time gig, right? Because I've never done this full-time. What's your real life job? What do you, like, what kind of job? The tech industry. Okay. I've, I've been a manager of the tech industry for like 14 years. All right. So all the wrestling yeah. stuff and that kind of thing was side work that just brought in money for, for fun. Yeah. Okay. How yeah, much it, on your Patreon were you doing at your best? Like a monthly? I was doing pretty good. Yeah. And really? here's. Yeah, I mean, but here's the problem you have. And this is with people like Billy and I, mm -hmm. is you're working against the system in wrestling. So, you know, I could post wrestling news and content or whatever. But you got people like Ryan Satin, people like Sean Ross Sapp, people like Dave Meltzer who are stealing your work. And people are discrediting you intentionally mm -hmm. because they're gatekeeping the industry. Sure. In other words, they, they want a few people in charge with all the power, all of the influence. And nobody else from the outside, in particular, with different opinions. And so, you know, Billy and I align on a lot of opinions. Obviously, you know, we're against this woke culture. And, and a lot of these guys are promoting that. And they don't like, like, they're highly triggered. Sean Sapp called me one of the worst people on the internet recently. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Because you don't want to change the name of the Redskins or something like that, or the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> yeah, or, How dare or they? I don't want, you know, you got Elf on a Shelf. And then you got trans on cans. Like, you know, I don't want that. I haven't heard that one. Trans on cans. <laughs> uh, so you've had you had like more than forty five people on your Patreon. I'm assuming oh, if you're making absolutely. money, right, Foss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to say what we have on our no, giant Patreon no. or anything like that, but our our Patreon is nothing reporting. There is no mm. news. It is us reviewing shows in our comedy way, and there is not it's sports entertainment. I mean, Brad, I've I gave you our our Patreon link, so you've gone in yeah. there to play around and stuff like that. So yeah, you you see, there's no news there. It's it's, uh, you know, punchline after punchline about what the hell yeah, happened. We're not doing hold after hold. No, you're not going to hear about a headlock takeover unless it's MJF doing it for a pin. That's about <laughs> the only way you're going to fucking hear about. It. But that's what's so good about it, though, in my opinion. I have listened to it, to your point, and it's it's entertaining. But a Thank lot you. of these wrestling podcasts, you know, you you listen to them, and it's like, oh, and then he did the, you know, Hurricane Rada, Poison Rada, whatever, the toupee, toupee, the fucking <laughs> middle rope. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a fake move. Who cares? Like, yeah, they just don't, they don't get it. And it's like, you know, Wade Keller is an example of a guy who's very, you know, he did this move and this move and that oh, yeah. move and that move. And I'm like, he's serious. Yeah. See, there's certain places, like, if wow. you want to go for your hardcore 
I need a report on what happened through a match. There are places for these things. I think everybody has a little area that they could go to, which is very bizarre to me that people... I've said in this community of wrestling, this Viper's Den called a community, that I don't know how they do not circle the wagons because... Everyone looks at the wrestling community as a bunch of fucking weirdo, freak, nerd, fucking maniacs, and they're part of it. And it's everybody. It's it's black on black violence is what the fucking community. It's why aren't you fucking rallying around each other and defending your community instead of killing your own fucking community? Is which what the wrestling community fucking does. Everybody hates each other. You're not allowed to have an opinion about certain things. I mean, uh, this is a show that we could give to flying fucks, what anyone thinks. But we're also not, we fly under a radar drastically because some of the shit we say, if you said it or Billy said it, it would oh, be God. heard by much more people. Oh, God. So. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, how many times have yeah. we told each other, man, if we ever made it big, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> watched yes. or heard some of the shit we did. Yeah, if we got famous, get- they'd go back into our archives and we'd be fucking, uh, you'd lose your job in four minutes. Yeah. yeah, I've been canceled so many times by the wrestling community last year as an example. I had two different t-shirt merch companies, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and some other one. They just canceled me because of my wrestling opinions. Like what? The IWC, yeah. <laughs> The IWC was like, oh, my God, he said something offensive about wrestling. Oh, well, we've got to cancel him. We can't have that. We can't support that. Uh, So I lost those accounts, you know, my podcast, you know, two alleged conservative podcast networks. Yeah, they're conservative in free speech until Mm, until saying something they don't agree with. And And they're like, oh, no, that Brad Shepard. Fuck no. See, we Uh, had got to be canceled. We had fans that were would insult every community known to man, every race, every everything, which is fine to me, equal opportunity. As long as it's not one particular, equal opportunity, everyone could be made fun of. You ever heard Lisa Lampanelli stuff? Fantastic. Everybody could get attacked. That's fine. He was all into everything, everyone being attacked, and then you hit someone he liked, and it was these fucking assholes. And it's, no, you cannot fucking play that game we had um a wrestler who loved us he was the same he fucking laughed at everything we did we made a joke about jr once guy had a fucking conniption about it you should take that fucking tweet down the fuck i will the fuck i will i was golfing Fauci's at home he goes we're getting a billion fucking tweets yelling at us calling us every name in a book because Said something about JR. And the funny thing is, we love JR. Like, I ordered the fucking Jet pay per view when he commentated when he was gone for all that time because I loved JR and I just wanted to hear him commentate and I didn't even know anything about the fucking New Japan. So I was like, I love the fucker, but something's able to be joked on. I'm joking on it. And he goes, What should I do? And I go, Hit like and retweet every fucking one of them. Because that is the killer to all of them. They're like, I told him so. No, you didn't, because I'm retweeting it for everybody to see that you called me a piece of shit and I hate you guys. Thank you. That's publicity for me. Click, click, click. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm oh, going to block you. Yeah. I'm going to mute you. Yeah, yeah I've never blocked anyway. a fucking person. Shit. Yes, those are the best <laughs> yeah. ones. I'm going to block you. You're not following me. Or when they say something, about? and then you try to reply to them, and then they block you. <laughs> so you can't even, like, yeah. just reply. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I go, I've told those people, I said, why don't you come on the show next week? You could say whatever you want, okay. and we could debate. No, I'm not coming on your fucking stupid sh Of course, of course, because you can't fucking... It's, you want to have a fucking talk and debate? The problem is they will be won over by me. In a, in a heartbeat, they will be my best friend after I'm done with the talking to them because I'm not going to be screaming and yelling at them. It's like, it gives a shit. But this is the fucking horrible world we live in nowadays. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, Brody Lee, God, I, I dare to criticize him wrestling Jesus. Oh, no, we criticized yeah. his uh, his wife for the interview that she did <laughs> on what show was that, Faust? It wasn't, it wasn't Jericho. Uh, no, the AEW podcast. It was the horrific. Was Shifani and uh, the horse, what's her name? Yes, the Bob, horse, Bob, Aubrey. Aubrey. Aubrey the horse, Edward. Did uh, you hear that interview? How awful is that bitch, by the way? Oh, she, we we do a bit, you know. You hear her galloping to the ring, yes, exactly. But did did you hear that interview that she did with them? I did. Yeah, she she's awful. In fact, that's one of the reasons I got canceled uh, by Hameen Media Group. You know, Ben Hameen, the free speech warrior. You know, the weekend warrior in New York. You know, he was affiliated with Vince Russo, and so the whole deal was, you know, I was on his podcast network. And uh huh. I dared on Twitter to make a tweet. So someone had, had done this Brody Lee tweet, and they basically made him like a Jesus-like figure. Sure. So he it has a beard. Very, dude, it was very bizarre. And and I just basically said, this guy's not Jesus. Like, he was a mid-card wrestler. Let's just calm it down. And <laughs> But he's yeah. dead. Now he rose above it. But he's dare. dead. We can't <laughs> say he was a mid-card wrestler. Fuck. Yeah, you I wanted know. him fired before he died. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> We gotta we gotta cancel this shit. So I got canceled off of Hameen Media Group, <laughs> even though I wow. was doing better downloads. I'm just gonna say this. Sure. Bucket. I was doing better downloads than Ben Hameen and Stevie Richards on shows. Me, Brad Shepard. Okay, I was their top draw. Period. I saw the data myself, but because they were so butthurt about me saying, "Yeah, Brody Lee was a mid card wrestler." Oh, we've got to cancel him. We can't have that opinion because Ben Hameen wants to get an AEW, and now uh, he's upset Amanda Huber, mm. and you know now she's having a bitch fit. So when you are getting you, you take down your Patreon. Isn't that something you could have just kept up because they can't really cancel you out of there. You have a Patreon. They could write Patreon all day. It's not like you're gambling. Yeah, if you if you had a gambling site, you know, if only one person had a gambling site, you can cancel. But um, yeah, couldn't you have just kept the Patreon up and be like, well, I have a pay service, like we have a pay service where if everybody lost their fucking minds, you could still come to our content. We have our own world. Like the guy from you ever listen to Sword and Scale that podcast? I have not. He he got into some big shit too because he was very popular and he got into a fucking war with somebody who. They canceled his host site and everything. So he put in, he made a lot of money from his show. Like he made a lot of money from his show every time yeah, it's it on. A true crime. It's a true uh, crime podcast. podcast. Okay. It's still up now. Okay. Um, he made his own server for it where it was, fuck it. I have my own. Nobody can do shit. Mm -hmm. And so they just moved everything over to one thing. So in that world, aren't you able to have just screw that? Keep, keep that going on. And I mean, just for the sake of sticking it to people, 
instead of leaving because I didn't have any info to get a hold of you. And of course, Billy wouldn't give me any info to get a hold of you. He's like the girlfriend. He could keep it to the side. He wouldn't let me have a taste. <laughs> so <laughs> he wouldn't share. And I was like, because right after I saw like that, you did that. I, I tweeted you something before I saw it actually. And it wouldn't go through. And I went, what the fuck? And I did it again. And I keep getting the fucking little dot. Right. And I was like, why isn't this not going? And then I go to it. And it was like, you're, you're gone. And then I went to your podcast and it was like, this is the, and I go, what the fuck happened? And I had no way of getting a hold of you. And I'm like, well, get a hold. one day I'll, I'll find him again. And you know, it was funny. Cause I wanted to talk to you to come on the show even before anything ever even happened that I was like, oh shit. All right. Well, that was good timing of me. If I said it a uh, two days earlier, I would have got him, but, um, you know, oh, yeah, well, maybe. You know, I could have maybe in hindsight kept Patreon. I mean, I will tell you. You were probably disgusted with everything at that point and just wanted to oh, disappear, sure. right? I yeah. did, yeah. But they did try to cancel me off Patreon. Uh, they did tag Patreon in, in tweets trying to cancel my account there. Patreon ever um, talk to you, though? Like, did they ever no, say no. anything? Yeah. Not that I, yeah, not that I remember. Uh, and, and they did tag what they thought was my employer repeatedly. Uh, see, I can see where that get me fired. Like trying to get my my normal day yeah. job, yeah, trying to get me fired there as well. That went on pretty consistently for months. But I mean, if you're not screaming like a racial fucking thing towards somebody, I mean, I don't know how anybody would be like, right. what the fuck did he say? Because I could see where Billy says certain things where people could use it more so where he would say things. But- you were, you were like giving opinions. That's the weirdest part. It was like you were on yeah. the very low end of I don't know why anybody would have an issue with you other than you're getting real information. Fuck you. How dare you yeah. rival me? Yeah. I mean, Billy even admitted he was like, fuck you because you made it. <laughs> and it was anybody because I've said I, I've told Billy, I said, if I made it to mainstream and made it fucking big, you'd hate me. <laughs> because yeah. I now am jumped ahead or something. But, you know, um, I, I'm shocked. I, everyone says, I'm shocked you've lasted this long with Billy. I said, yeah, me and Billy are on the same <laughs> wavelength. I don't know. Like, I don't get bothered by it. He he is into the whole that the vaccines are killing everybody, and I'm not, and I don't give a fuck. Enjoy right. your fucking opinion. I don't fucking care. And then we're on the same opinion where, a lot of nonsense was going on in 9-11 that were buying that something just wasn't quite right. So there are certain things that were on and certain things that were off. Like he's, you know, goes crazy about the trans stuff where I go, I could give a fuck if somebody chops off their fucking dick and wants to be called a woman. Right. Go crazy. You're not making me do yeah. it. So what the yeah. fuck do I care? But <laughs> he goes, me. yeah, he goes fucking yeah. crazy from certain things. But I say. Yeah. It's his opinion. You were you you were saying you want people you want Trump to be in on the next one because if people yeah. don't want him that's what you probably should do i go the right. opposite saying i don't say like biden some fucking great thing i would like somebody else to run instead too but i think it's more harm with it's too divided with people hating and then you get the crazy marjorie taylor greens and stuff like that but guess what <laughs> my my in-laws they like trump and half my family, not even my in-laws, my my side of the family, other than my mother, they are all Republican. Wanted it. God bless you. I what the f 
fuck do I fucking care? Yeah. It's the fucking extremes of both ends that are fucking goofy. Where I could say left is fucking goofy as shit for the things they say on that far side. And the same with the right on their far side. I think we should have a fucking purple middle that has like a Republican uh, running for president and uh, vice president be a Democrat or vice versa and fucking meet in the middle. But, yeah. you know, well, God forbid there's and that's the Jesse Ventura, the uh, that there needs to be another party in there. But the other two will then join together to not allow that to happen. <laughs> Shit like that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm registered unaffiliated when it comes yep. to politics. Me too. Like I I'm just I, I think I did libertarian. It. That was my what I yeah. had. Up I voted for Gary Johnson one year. Mm. Not the year he totally shit the bed and like didn't know what Aleppo was. But I mean, before that, I voted for Gary. <laughs> Look, you know, We're voting for Perot over here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's, I don't believe in our two party system. Yeah. And so, you know, it, for me, it's like whatever, you know, the, the system is against. That's what I like, because I think the system is has failed us as Americans. You know, whatever you believe, I think our government is not working for us. Uh, and so I have like this nationalist populist sentiment. You know, that's the kind of things that I like. Not that not populist in, in, in segregation. It's like that we can't get along, obviously, with other countries, but just that we want to put ourselves first. You know, we have veterans out homeless on the streets. Yeah. Let's take care of them before Ukraine. You know, that sort of like, common mm -hmm. sense stuff. Yeah, I get that. And at the same time with the Ukraine thing, I go with the fucking craziness that you see there with and then, you know, you're getting the with the, the rapes or whatever. And then the, you know, tie behind the back and shot in the head. I'm like, you can't just stand around for that kind of shit. It, it's it, there's a very fine line where I understand about I, why, I don't want to spend all our money over there. But at the same time, you're letting a bully fuck around and you're like. I just want to fucking smack the shit out of uh, what's his name, Putin. You know, it's like there's certain fucking things you almost got to stand up for and go, this sucks, but you have to. Because I don't know why we're always the daddy of the fucking world. That <laughs> bothers me too. Yeah, we always have to fucking be involved. And I'm like, fuck. But at the same time, eh, I, I can see both ways of it. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not running it so I don't have to fucking yeah. have to decide. Well, we've certainly paid the price for being the daddy of everyone yeah everybody hates us and <laughs> we're the wrestling reporters of the world <laughs> so now since you have been back your patreon i mean is it anywhere close to what it was i mean are you on the scraps of like the lingus mafia building up at this point i am i am unleashed i guess so to speak uh -huh. i am yeah i'm definitely being honest i'm trying to i try to bring truth to humor you know, and, and I think a lot of wrestling fans live in a bubble. Uh, a lot of wrestling fans in, in modern times are, they're liberal, they're SJWs. You know, they tend to align with these system beliefs. You know, once upon a time, liberals were rage against the machine. Now they're rage for the machine. And, and so that just kind of describes a lot of wrestling fans in the IWC to me. Uh, so I try to be that counter, that voice that is so badly needed. Uh, in the community, you know, you know, I, I don't think that Vince McMahon is the devil, you know, oh God, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he just looks like one now. now. He looks yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with his that face. Guy, can you, can you imagine the mustache rides that guy? 
I can't. I mean, for a guy, he's right. not self-aware at all of how, what he looks like. I mean, how do you not? And I've always said, like, he's one of my heroes growing up. I, I had two McMahons as a hero and a Stern. Those are my fucking heroes growing up. Yeah. And and it's that whole, you know, die early and be a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I, I've for years now, I've gotten on the other side where I'm like, I think Vince is done when it comes to ideas. The yeah. same way I loved Prince. And then there was the music got fucking terrible at the end that I go, they just <laughs> emptied their well. There is nothing left for them. The same with Michael Jackson. There was, no, he killed it. They killed it. So I always think now I go, Vince, I think has run out of ideas and the stubbornness bothers me. It's the, yeah. and the thing is too, I don't know real life what's going on in there. Maybe he is listening to every idea. I don't know. But from any reports or whatever, taken with a grain of salt, it's always the, we heard from somebody from that inside where it was, they, the writers are not the ones at fault. Cause everyone's like, these writers suck. And it was, no, they have good things. Vince then goes, no. And rewrites the entire thing with what he wants, but it is his toy. It was at least his toy. You could do what you want. Like I say, where people cry, oh, you, I'm losing all the time. You are under contract to do what I tell you to do as a character. You're my toy. So you do what I say. Um, I wish people would uh, listen to people more. So like the same with uh, Tony Khan, my only advice to Tony, like I have advice to give, but it would be listen to people in your organization that have been in the business don't just be so quick to go, I have the fucking right idea. And, you know, that's that's the yeah. end of it. Listen to everybody. And if it's not working with what you're doing, go, you know what? Go crazy for a month. Let's see what the fuck you do. It can't get any worse. And let somebody do that, which I know the guy you called the nose, right? He, uh, I don't know how much in charge certain people are. So it's always hard to say, this guy's fucking up. He's horrible. I, you don't know what handcuffs he has, really. If, like, the guy could talk to you, it'd be sure. great. So I say, how the fuck did he make NXT so good? If we gave him all the credit for he was in charge of that, he was the one helping with the right. I don't know if other people were writing with it, but in the days of Gargano and Chomp and everything, NXT was better than main roster. Like, you didn't even have to watch the show. You watched the pay-per-views, and they were insane fucking good. Yeah. And yeah, now, I, I what think, the fuck? Yeah, I mean, the cross-eyed fake Christian, Shawn Michaels, Michael Hickenbottom. <laughs> you don't believe he's disaster. really uh, Mr. Jesus now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes in, into the rest stop, and, you know, then he prays after. So, yeah. He I never heard of it. What are you talking about? See, this is kind of stuff <laughs> I've never even heard of. I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. I, I, I I'm going to have to hear this off the air. It's, Michael's got a blowjob in a fucking... <laughs> Is he looking at me? Is he looking at the guy next to him? I don't know. I can't trust him. That's what I'm saying. He was taking a piss next to me. I thought he was trying to be a pecker checker, but he wasn't. He was actually staring straight ahead. Yeah. He's tapping your foot under the stall. Yeah, like a good Christian. Um, So, no, I, I just think, you know, like NXT right now is one of the worst wrestling shows on tv i really do believe that i mean it's an awful show and they've got some talent so there's no excuses but because the nose man paul Levesque, aka triple h 
he's, you know, butt buddies with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels gets to do what he wants. And so he's put out a show that consistently is the shits. That consistently gets five or 600,000 viewers. And I get it. It's a developmental show. It's really not meant for TV. Yeah. But Shawn Michaels' ideas are fucking awful. They're just awful. This guy is not creative. And so I would have fired that fucker. <laughs> but instead, because, because, you know, he's buddies with the H, the nose man. And every time he lies, his nose gets bigger. <laughs> so if you notice next week, his nose is bigger. That's why. Because he's fucking lied again. Now, I... Well, now, Sean should be training, obviously, because, you know, man was magnificent in the ring, and I assume that's what he was there for. Do you know for a fact, like, he's writing all these shows, Sean? Yeah, he is, generally speaking, writing all the content. I mean, he's in mm. charge of the creative, and he is, he's been given leeway to do that. So that's on him. This is one of the, the tropes about the IWC that's so annoying is, you know, if a show is good, Raw or SmackDown, Oh, Triple H is, he's the best. He's the savior. But if Ross Smackdown is about, God damn, Vince, he's in Gorilla. He's in some Zoom meeting in <laughs> yeah. Connecticut. We're going to rip up this script, pal. We can't have this. You know, so, you know, it's kind of like, that's, they're working through the transition of, of Paul being in charge of the creative and coming to terms that, hey, it wasn't just Vince that was the issue. And Vince, look, I'm not here to sit for a multi-billionaire. Yeah. He had some great ideas. He had some really shitty ideas. That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but they had this sort of allegiance to Paul, Paul Levesque, where it's like, you know, he's he's one of them, so to speak. So he's manipulated that and used that. But ultimately, what we're seeing is, you know, I, I mean, an NXT product, it sucks. You know, and, and on Raw and SmackDown, they're pushing people like Johnny Gargano. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and and I'm six foot six. So, you know, I, I have a Jesus. little bit of bias. God bless you. Yeah. How can I borrow some? Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I, I'm like almost a foot taller than this fucker. So I'm supposed to believe he's going out there and beating Baron Corbin on Raw. Yeah, that's always been there my is issue no too with that kind of stuff. I yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. guess now Awful with everybody same. being light, though, like. The days of, you know, the Hogan size, you get a couple of those. That's what's funny is because when Brock comes back, you realize, <laughs> you go, fuck, none of these guys. Ma- like, you know, okay, Roman. <laughs> Roman should be man. probably the smallest of that whole group. Yeah. Like, he's like a stone cold size. Like, that's where the that secondary level after the Hogan time was, where it was Brett and Austin and all that kind of stuff. I think NXT uh, started falling apart once they became in living color NXT with the 2.0. oh man that like even if the product was the same thing that's a little change like that just it sours you and makes you think the product is shit even yeah. if it wasn't it was just like right. you're turned off immediately like wh- why is everything neon and glowing now in the you know yeah. and that kind yeah, of screws things fire that person yeah by the way why not encourage steroids i want more people like brock lesnar fuck it i'm just gonna be honest with you I mean, is it against the baseball? law still? Is I mean, that the problem? Yeah, whatever. No, that, that might <laughs> be. <laughs> you get a, you get a, <laughs> turn a blind eye. Legal things. Like, you get a prescription, for God's sake. A prescription. Yeah, I mean, if, if everything's God legal to do, I think all baseball should have had it too. Go, hey, like they go, yeah. we're banning these people from the steroid era. But the pitcher who pitched to Bonds was on that shit. So 
It just means he's yeah. still better than mm-hmm. him. But yeah. what is your uh, opinion on AEW as a whole? Are you on that same thing with me to where I'm very glad they're around for a competition because that always helps both sides? Um, an alternative, but the but. only reason you have a sour taste for them is because of the fans. It's like a Raider fan. You go, I wouldn't mind the Raiders if it wasn't for these asshole fucking fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting like, parallel for sure. I mean, yeah, I hate the fans. That's the problem. Uh, and you, yeah, you see it on the IWC They're blind. as well. Uh, you know, like social media, like they're awful. They're just, basically, this is actually a really smart WWE strategy. They've let these sort of like fucking... You know, girlfriendless, smelly, fat, fucking, you know, sort of wrestling fans who are the most niche who are going to keep buying everything. Mm-hmm. They let them go to kind of like focus on AEW. And WWE has kind of expanded to more like families and like normal people. Yeah. And, it, you know, normal in, in AEW. Normal in wrestling. Normal in wrestling, obviously, yeah. yeah. You know, most people look at that like, yeah, yeah, two guys fake fighting in their underwear. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. I'm going to watch some normal shit instead, a sitcom. Yeah. But but you got these AEW guys, and it's like, it's awful. I mean, I think the show is awful. I think Tony Khan is an awful writer. He needs someone in creative who can help him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is he's not willing to do that. Uh, it, it, is it good for the business? Absolutely. It's great for the business. You know, I wish he could do more with it, but... He's, he's, you know, special. Like you called me special in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's, he's special in the kind of way where like mom calls you special. <laughs> I called you great. I didn't call you special. Remember that? Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> me, my mom called I didn't put you on a, Matt, I didn't put on. you on a short bus. Okay. I didn't insult Jeez. you or anything. <laughs> See, my thing with that AEW stuff is like, we got a, a, a fan of ours that listens and a friend named Suit Williams. He jerks off to this AEW and very blind by a lot of things when it comes to it. And I'm always like, dude, come on. And he goes, I spent five minutes. I don't know how you watch Raw. It's fucking horrible. And I go, no, it is horrible. I'm being paid to, you know, do this. Not saying I wouldn't watch otherwise because I've watched since I was seven. So it would be on it would be on a smaller TV because I have a, a wall of TVs. It would be on a smaller TV that I was looking at here and there, but I would have a game on or something on the big one. Now I have to hear you, what's you going on. Just to keep up with I would still be keeping up, of course. You're not, yeah, yeah but, paying that much attention. Yeah, but the AEW stuff is where I did these shows with Billy on the Conan show, right? And I wore, I have a, a zip-up a hoodie of AEW, and I also get like a zip-up of every WrestleMania one, right? I have merchandise. So... I'm wearing AEW one day. All the comments will be this fucking AEW mark motherfucker. It, it turns into that. And then the next week I'll wear the WWE one. And it's, he's a fucking AEW hater. You see he's a <laughs> WWF mark. And I'm like, you can't. There, it, It's saying it's the sky is not blue. Democrats. Yes, it's yeah, the sky's sure. it's fucking red. No, it's not. What are you talking? It's right fucking there. So, and I'm like, I have a WWF tattoo for God's sake. On my leg. It's not on my arm or anything. I'd be embarrassed no. at this point. But it's WWF, okay? It was when the good stuff let, was going on. But that's a love guess. of my life. Yeah, go ahead. How would you rate the uh, Tony's pupils? Let's talk about his eyes. Oh. The average <laughs> promo or interview 
How would you rate Tony's pupils as far as dilation? Well, I think the room is very dark, obviously, because his pupils need to open to be able to see in, in the room more. They're, um, they're very open. They're very open. <laughs> I see. I wonder. I mean, it's always a, a, a good to go to that, you know, he's on Coke or something like that. But, I mean, obviously, we fucking have Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of caffeine. That's for sure. But I think the guy is legitimately socially awkward and not a yeah. charismatic guy. He doesn't yeah. belong to be reading the promos. And, like, we we did a whole thing on the show where we fucking died. We played it over and over, and we were in tears going, Next week. Next week. Was it Winnipeg? Yeah, Winnipeg. Yeah, and he's screaming, <laughs> yeah, on Winnipeg, one. next week, on Dynamite, on Winnipeg, next week, in Winnipeg. And it was like, title. oh, <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, God damn, man. And I mean... God bless him. He's you know giving people livings. He seems like a fucking sweetheart. That's the problem. I read him uh, winning the come lottery is where I put him because you know that. God bless him. I'd be a Jaguar fan too if I you know was born into it. Go fucking go Jags. It's about the only reason I'd be a Jaguar. <laughs> what 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 fans are what fan of all your sports teams are you? I always like to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up in New England. Are you there? Uh, is that where Carolina. you're kind of in right now? You're in that area? That's, so I live in North Carolina. Okay. Uh, and there's a lot of like Mark's jacking off right now, soy jacking because they now realize the state I live in. But <laughs> I grew up in North Carolina. Uh, so I grew up in New England, rather. I moved to North Carolina about 21 years ago. But yeah, I, I'm a Boston sports fan. Okay. So I've been, you know, obviously a big diehard. Tom Brady. Yeah. Fucking Tom. Fan. That's my guy. If yeah. you didn't know, that's yeah. my, yeah, that they yeah. hate me I for it. Very, <laughs> I was very, it was very awkward. I was very pissed at Bill Belichick for that, you know, little time frame. Oh, and, I, I love Tom Brady because from the Barry, he was a 49er fan. So that's the funny he's thing. A lot guys. of the 49er fans here hate him. And I go, he's one of your people. What do you, and, and because, <laughs> right. because he kicked the shit out of Joe. That's right. what it fucking yeah. is. And it's, you know, yeah. and I go, Joe isn't from here, okay? <laughs> he played. <laughs> Which one hey, has Joe more? Montana was great, but sure. Tom Brady is like he's number one all it time. It took six rings for to finally sway me. Yeah, it did. It took yeah. a lot of them. They're yeah. like, I guess so. I mean, I remember Billy the year that he was winning it with uh with <laughs> the last one he got with Bucks, right? And he's like so fucking upset by it, and he goes, because if he wins this. People will call him the goat. I go, motherfucker, that is <laughs> done a long are. time ago. Because he's yeah. he's sitting there saying Rogers is, and I go, Rogers yeah. is a choke artist who by miracle yeah. won Great once. Regular season though. Oh, yeah. fantastic! And, and a fucking and if and he's I, playing bears on your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, I love Bill, but let, let's be honest. What's Bill doing without Tom? Yeah, but did he? I was like, did he win before fucking Tom at all? I mean, but he did when it was like. Tom get the knee injury and Castle's in there and he fucking still won fucking 10 or what 11 that year. So it was like, and yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you know, and all the coordinators leave still doing it. And he's not the one like calling the plays, but he's that old school. He ain't taking shit. You know, he's got that. He's without the screaming. He's got that Ditka going up where it's like, if you're not yeah. doing your shit, you're fucking gone. I'm not dealing with bullshit. Yeah. Um, so I, I love Bill with all that kind of stuff. So you're uh sure. you're Boston uh Red Sox too? 
Absolutely, yeah. If people don't realize, like, you know, as a New England sport, a Boston sports fan, mm. you know, like, there was a lot of shitty years as a Boston sports <laughs> oh, fan. Oh, fuck Like, yeah. overwhelmingly, yeah. a lot of yeah. shitty years as a we had that, we had that, you know, moment, yeah, there's a couple decades or whatever, but there was a lot of shitty moments as a Boston sports fan where it was just brutal. You know, we had our moment, I'm grateful for it, but we're kind of like, you know, hey, hey, the Bruins are doing fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the Bruins should help. be beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Got, hey, I got... We're, we're spoiled. Honestly, Boston is the new, like, sports championship city. Let's just be honest here. It seems to be for the most part. I mean, Celtics yeah. are good too now. I, I mean, all my teams yeah. <clears throat> are cursed. So, I mean, I, I'm long time suffering Mets fan. But the thing with the Mets, at least, oh, God. I always say, at least <laughs> I have. Even if they fail now with this owner, I can't. I can't be fucking mad at the owner at all. Yeah. I he's, say he's like, you're trying, and it's yeah. a fan. It's like if we bought a team and had money. So it's. Yeah. He's trying. If they suck, okay. that's them. And they it's not money. And it's not like he's picked up yeah. guys that are horrible for a billion dollars. Like it didn't do the Mo Vaughn deal. Like back, you know, it was like that. So he's buying guys. I mean, Diaz falls down like a fucking asshole, but I mean, it ain't his fault. They should not allow them to do that stupid series or anything anymore. But um and I mean, the Bears are poor management. They they've just got it's a family business that is born into football who doesn't know how to run. This is it's Tony Khan running the Bears. You know, so it's pretty much, it's, yeah. You know, so and I like the Mets. The Mets aren't bad. Like if you said Yankees, you'd be like, Yeah, I'm like, it's not the Yankees. They're not the Yankees. <laughs> like I, I go, it's the No, everyone would Yankees. hate me otherwise that's that the best way. selling point. Hey, we're not the Yankees. It's it. You go, you want a blue collar team, that's the one you go to. It's that. And you know, they no, went, they made Bill Buckner famous. Yeah. No, I went to the show where they got the Boston bomb or whatever in New York City. Uh, see, a lot of my in-laws are, are, are in New York City, mm -hmm. including my wife is from New York City. Okay. And and so, you know, they've got like a lot of them are Mets and Jets fans. There's one that's uh. a Yankees fan. We don't own him. He's kind of like <laughs> the black, the black, black yeah. we, we can't like him. But but the others, it's Mets and Jets. Uh, it, that always makes for like very interesting, you know, baseball and football seasons. But. You know, the Mets, I can tolerate. And it was kind of a cool experience. The Yankees, I went to a Yankees game uh, in the Bronx. That was mm. interesting. They were, they were playing the Red Sox. Oh, I was going to say, did you even wear your shit? No, I didn't because I yeah. had kids with me. Yeah, it's like going to it's like going to the Raider game. Though. You don't ever yeah. wear the other side and you sit there and you, you know, go, I'll wear black. And I'll just fight. yeah. And no, go it, I go to Vegas. No, I can wear all my Bears shit. You yeah. go to Oakland. Yeah. I said that's a real home field advantage. You go to Oakland. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're not like a San Francisco Giants fan where you have uh, people decorating Willie Mays with the Dodgers outside, and they sit there with their finger up their ass without a fucking pair of balls to knock someone out. <laughs> like my two guys over here with the uh, they're they're Giants guys, so they had their run with their three championships and now it's back to uh well they'll be you know 100 years from now mediocre for a while <laughs> it'll be a little while. I'll pull for the Mets I almost got kicked out of a, a, a Mets game once so it was Mets versus Nationals and I'm going with my in-laws were you They're talking about wrestling <laughs> you must have been talking wrestling <laughs> I'm sorry this is yeah no 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 this is not wrestling believe it or not so yeah so I'm I'm with my in-laws they're all except for that one they don't want to talk about mm -hmm. they're Mets fans <laughs> And but it's in DC. Oh, 
And, and so they get a camera out into the crowd. The idea is they're going to interview and talk to people on TV, you know, who are, are Nationals fans. Mm-hmm. But like my father-in-law tried to swerve them, so oh. they go to talk to him, and then he was all of a sudden screaming, "Let's go, Mets!" Oh God, that was great. I was like, <laughs> "I gotta be part of this. I'm not a Mets fan, but this is my opportunity." That's almost like so I'm chatting, "Let's go." There's someone running by yelling "fucker" in a pussy, and then fucking running yeah. off, right? Fuck right in the pussy, right <laughs> on the Absolutely, I can put that in the five o'clock news. So. Uh, I'm like, yeah, and then like they wanted to kick us out. I mean, it, really? It like, How could that be? Yes. It'd be like well, you didn't curse or anything, so you know, whatever. Um, oh, do you say let's uh, fucking had, go, no, man? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 we had the wrong opinion, though. You can't have that. Oh, they have course. the wrong opinion. Not you, in DC. DC for the mess. Exactly. Damn. Before we let you go on on the side, uh, favorite wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan. Really? Goes all the way back? Hogan is your guy? You know, um... No one ever topped him. Austin or anybody? Nobody topped him. No. People often, like, misunderstand, like, you know, Hogan's my my greatest wrestler of all time. You know, he's number one. It doesn't mean I have to agree with everything he says. Mm -hmm. You know, and people kind of associate, like, Oh, you like Hulk Hogan, so you must be uh, insert whatever you know, racist. Blah, 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 I was just—it always whatever. now goes to that. I'm like, oh, you can't yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. Like, hey, spray paint. You must hate black people. Yeah, I hate my. Say, well, you could like O.J. Simpson too. It doesn't mean you like enjoy yeah. his afterlife. Just, people are so stupid. And, yeah, but but Hulk for me. I mean, here's a guy who I grew up with as a child, so there's that sentiment. Sure. But he transformed the business in the '80s from kind of local territories to national and TV. And then again, as the NWO, when mm-hmm. he turned heel, he really revolutionized the Attitude Era in WCW. So, yeah, he's someone who I think, you know, I'm not going to put him a, as a Mensa candidate. I'm not going to say he's a thought leader. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no. He's the greatest wrestler of all time, in my opinion. Uh, and so, yeah. I'm a Hulk Hogan guy. Who's uh who's currently around that you're into watching? I really like Baron Corbin. Really? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think they and should I, probably put him back to his lone wolf thing. I mean, it's like everything goes all the way around in a circle and, you know, go back to it and do the how everybody counting 10 seconds down, you know, one of those things again. That's a thousand percent what they should do. You're exactly right. Mm. But here's a guy who's legit, you know, 6'6", probably he's lost a lot of weight, you know, 240 to 270, somewhere in there, whatever. This is a big guy. This is a guy with a judo grappling background. A chi- I mean, he's a, he's a Golden Gloves boxing champion multiple times. He's a former NFL player. Mm-hmm. And they put him on TV, and they, they, they haven't losing to Johnny Gargano. As soon as that happy shit came, I was like, oh, no. Oh. Oh Dude, no! Brutal. They gave him this awful music, this awful <sighs> presentation. Well, what can he get over? Oh, I don't know. You tell me, dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> but even went back before like... that. Remember, he was constable, and he came out. Oh fuck, like constable! Yeah, he was. Yeah, wrestling in slacks. Yeah, the bartender yeah, I, look. <laughs> but think about what this guy can do. He's. It's awful. It really is because he's done media. He's gone to the NFL Super Bowl and done media there. He's done media on radio stations and blah, 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 blah. So he can do the media like The Miz and others. Like yeah, the top I see guy him, can. 
I, I've seen him recently doing stuff with uh, other stuff with me. He's doing like the 2K golf game. He's there yeah. doing stuff. Yeah, he seems like Absolutely. a good dude too. Yeah, I. but again, he's a legitimate athlete. Played in the NFL. Gold loves boxing champion. Judo grappling champion. 6'6", 270. Oh, wait, we better have Johnny Gargano beat him. <laughs> Yeah, that that's the fucking nose man for you. Well, I think so. I think they have a plan. At least it looks like. I mean, that's the only thing I can suspect that they have a plan. So they wow. go, well, if he's going to be on a losing streak, let's get some guys that you know look good to beat a big guy like that. So if you're going to be losing for the next ten, let's have you lose to people who need those wins, and maybe that's why I'm assuming there's a fucking idea going on, but. We're always trying to give the benefit. Yeah, of I try to, yeah, but yeah. I'm not even sure if that's the case. Well, look, I mean, I, I thought, you know, based on watching TV, maybe they were going back to Lone Wolf at first. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I, that's where he needs to be. You know, this happy Corbin stuff was just beyond cringe and awful. And it, one of the things that, that, that Tom does, Baron Corbin, is he makes the most of everything he's given. He makes, you know, basically chicken salad on chicken shit. Mm hmm and maybe his, his biggest weakness is he doesn't push back enough on the bad creative he's been given. But I was told today, as mm. we record this, that he's potentially on the chopping block. Oh. To be cut really? for, yeah. So I, I hope they change their mind. Wow. But, uh, but this is- So they the don't have a plan. Who, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, how do you not have a plan for someone like that? I mean, he cuts a promo. His skills have improved tremendously. He can do the in-ring matches. You know, there isn't a weakness uh, in his skill set. You know, it's like the IWC doesn't like him great. He's a great heel. So, you know, I, I just, we need more people like that. People who are legitimate athletes. People you can look at and say, you know, that guy could probably kick my ass. You there... know, I look at Johnny Gargano and I could bully that motherfucker. There's no question about it. <laughs> There's there's certain guys where they just beat them so many times where even though it's fake, Ziggler. and you go exact. That's my mind. You go. I cannot imagine that he would ever be. They could have him win twenty in a row now against quality, and you'd be like, I'm still not buying it because you've seen them yeah. get just manhandled or beat the shit out. So it's. When the Corbin thing, it might be almost best for him if he went to like AEW because he'd be bigger than fucking most of them there. Oh, yeah. So it'd be like, well, maybe this could help you. But you always worry about that other company because Vince does it too when people come over where they go, you're from there and I don't want to make it look like they're better than us. So I'm going to have you lose. And you're like, but he's yeah. yours now. What are you doing? So they'd be like, well, Corbin's a joke over there. So if he comes here and beats everybody, but I don't know that they would do that over there. Maybe Tony has a better head when it comes to that because he hasn't done it with anybody who's come over really hasn't um, like just been jobbers or anything like that. They turn uh, Brody into wrestling Jesus. What are there you, you go. About? See, exactly. He <laughs> he helps them out. I, uh, You're gonna be I, I'm not endorsing careful. that remark. I'm just going to say <laughs> you're going to be canceled. I'm not endorsing that at all. I got, I got a hard on for uh, Damian Priest. I really enjoy priest's work and i enjoy uh his speaking ability and everything like that i think he's really good yeah. since especially since he's gone into this whole thing with the with the other dark order over here yeah <laughs> wwe's I, I dark like, order like danny cage fuck him 
He's the owner of the Nightmare Monster for whatever not Monster Factory. Where the fuck this guy is in New England? Monster Factory. Okay, is that where he's from? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. went to the Monster Factory under Danny Cage, uh, who I think is a total fucking liberal lunatic dick fucking asshole. <laughs> but tell us how you. But that really aside, I, I think you know. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like a lovely man. Great, lovely man. Fucking wonderful. Um, but you know, Damien Priest, to your point, Cab, is like, uh, I think he's really good. I mean, he's another guy who's, you know, big like Corbin, mm-hmm. uh, believable. Uh, you know, he could potentially be a standout from the Judgment Day. And, you know, they just have to kind of position. I'm not a big Finn Balor fan, I'll just tell you. They've jobbed like, him out too much, too. He's another one of those that's just, he's lost he too many times. Like he should be chasing rainbows and lucky charms. Like, he's just not a, like, fucking... <laughs> guy I care about you know uh dominic i think is fantastic he dominic is fantastic gym, but his yeah hit the gym but you're, yeah you're, mm-hmm. his character there's your steroids work. again right there yeah hit the steroids <laughs> fucking you know we're gonna trend hard trend hard <laughs> get the steroids get Jesus. to the steroids already get i can see him right. i can see after this judgment date like ends have him fucking come out to that fucking old bad guy uh eddie music yeah. from wcw yeah. Because he got that same hairdo, make it wet like that, and have him be fucking smug walking. If he gets fucking built, just fucking do exactly. Because if he's getting booed because he is that character, it's perfect that he goes, he's like, I'm not impersonating anybody, and do exactly everything the same. It'd be like, because he did that little flip into the ring last, last night, like Eddie did that uh, senton type of thing. So I was like, eh, he could do the Eddie thing and just. Just to completely fucking steal it and go, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just piss yeah, everybody yeah. off. Yeah. Damien's, you know, he's got an opportunity with the judgment day to, to stand out. It's hard. You got Dominic, who's really maybe the second most overheal in the company right now. Yeah. But, but, but Damien's doing good work for sure. So before we let you go, where is the best place to find you now that you are back? You're all in charge now, back saying F the woke. And all these people who, God forbid, you have an opinion. I would suggest that anybody who cries about opinions, go search YouTube for Lisa Lampanelli's stand-up special. Yeah. I uh, can't even of- imagine that she's able to fucking live oh. for, after those yeah. things. Because, But I was in tears back in the fucking day listening to her. They'd have a meltdown. Too. Oh, God. You can find me on uh, Second in Madison. Uh, anyway, but besides that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. Uh, no, besides that, you can find me uh, on uh, patreon.com forward slash allow me to apologize and on Twitter at it's B B E Shep S H E P. If you like what you hear, follow my work. If you don't like what you hear, you better follow my work instead. I'm They'll like you because you're you're one of us, and we uh, you know we put people who are like-minded with us and all that kind of stuff. So it's always, I've had people, I think someone wrote us after we, me and you and Billy did a show and they were like, you know what? I never cared for Brad Shepard before, but I liked him with you guys. Like you get to know somebody. And especially if you're into our stuff, you're going to be into the same like-minded people and, and be into that. I've tried to convince Billy to do a whole separate Patreon with, you, Billy, and that Zero News guy. I know Zero News goes off on crazy things, but 
just have a fucking community, a conglomerate of this is where you go for your news and also have shows that you do. And I think a lot of it has to do with that's a lot of egos in the fucking room. Uh, mostly Billy. Uh, and where it's don't want to share with that. And, you know, this is the reason why I'm the reason why people listen to this and this and all that stuff. But I'm like, it's a, an opportunity that's missed where Sap, Sap, of course, DM'd me back when Billy got into his, uh, you know, face-to-face match with him. And I had said to him, I, because I see money. I Fuck this stupid shit. Money. And I said, you and Billy should do a show and have this for, and it was, I would never give that homophobic racist a fucking platform to do. And I'm like, you missed an opportunity. Do you imagine the amount of fucking people that they could get? Because if they could just be fucking cordial to each other, you can be cordial to anybody. Who gives a shit? If you see, it's like uh, in wrestling, certain people hate each other. You want to go make some fucking money? That's fine. That's it. And and you could do it and be like, everybody wait, fucking people be tuning in. They came onto our Patreon because I had where Billy and Russo, after the fucking camera went off and the recording stayed on, Russo let fucking Billy have it for being a fucking maniac. And I said, anybody want to hear? It's over there. People signed up for a month and then left, but a fucking herd signed up for a month. A couple stay. Everyone left. They all just wanted to hear that fucking thing because Billy loses his mind. And he wrote a fucking letter to uh, Vince yelling at him, this and that. And then we had to do a show. Oh, it was insane. And then, so we start up the show and it's, I mean, I said, is the fucking air conditioner? It's fucking freezing in here. It was, he got on the show, they got on and it was, hey, like it was, and I'm like, all right, everybody, uh, we ready to record? Yep. And this is when we did our Monday Night Wars show or whatever the hell it was from a poll and all that shit. And so, so we do that show, everything's fucking normal. And I'm, I'm thinking the whole time, wow, this is odd because they have not spoken since... They were yelling on an email back and forth, you know, and it was, and I go, and we're off. And fucking Vince sits there and he goes, are you out of your fucking mind with that email, Billy? And I fucking go like this. I have my fucking head down. And he starts in and Billy's like, yeah, but you did like Billy backs off. Right. And, you know, it's, this is over the fucking computer or whatever beforehand, but Billy backs off and, and he like Vince anyway, but he loses his mind because he didn't want to do Billy's idea. Which Billy had a great idea. Vince didn't want to do it. It's Vince's prerogative. It's Vince's platform, whatever. So I sit there and he's yelling and screaming at Billy. I'm not screaming, but you know, they're going after. <laughs> and he goes, Kev, pick your fucking head up. What are you sitting there not saying anything? And I'm like, I got nothing to fucking do with it, man. I'm like, I didn't yell at anybody. It's you two going. But uh, yeah, that's on the Patreon. You got to go find that. <laughs> <laughs> because Ooh, that's I, I uh, remember hearing about that. Yeah. That is good. I'll try to find that to you. I'm trying to. I was trying to get uh Brad the fucking Sunny episode, Faust. He hasn't heard the Sunny interview. Oh, that one's a fun one. And oh, I'm like, that's awesome. why I was like, go into the Patreon, but he still can't get to it for some reason. Well, that I'm like, what the that's fuck? Why I hate the the Patreon setup. I wish there was a way to tabs organize, or search, like at least like on the Patreon website or something where you can have. Because we do different types of shows. I wish you could organize, like, here's a 
where your interviews are. Here's our yeah. WWE reviews. Here's our AEW reviews. Here's all the 32 days of Lingus with all the right. WrestleMania Here's reviews in a row that we did. Fuck. Instead of like scroll, scroll. I mean, I think you can search on there so it should come up. Yeah, we got to direct him to that because I was like, you got to hear the Sonny interview. Um, oh, plus, Sonny will make me care about women's wrestling. Sonny will do it to you. So Sonny will do it. It's yeah. uh, wait till you hear. I, we were so aggravated after that interview, more so like we should have had 10,000 fucking downloads for it because it was shit that it was the first place she ever said she banged Bulldog. Um, she talked about uh, Ziggler having a curved cock and going for cock. hours. It was all Man, shit that, that wasn't be. said. And we were like, what the it, fuck? How painful was that? A curved cock. Apparently hit the right spot, I guess. I don't know. But um, I guess the fucking boomerang. Well, then the, the big one was that uh, Sean liked to used to smear her makeup while she was facing the mirror while he was getting her from behind. <laughs> Jesus. I knew that guy was like, a sick fuck. Yeah, he would make her like, I go, he get hard on watching Batman. <laughs> see the Joker. Talking about. He get a hard on looking at Cesar Romero. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Same mustache. <laughs> All right. Well, Brad, thank you so much for coming on. Maybe we could uh, do something in the future if, uh, hell, if Billy doesn't want to team up to do some nonsense and make some money, we're always in the fucking sure. world to make some money and we could... Uh, Put our fucking Fakakta heads together. I am just of the the thing that we just haven't been heard by enough people. I always say, if we're heard yeah. by enough people, other than being canceled, we'll be famous. That- Dude, I mean, it's the same <laughs> shit from these wrestling podcasters and journalists who do podcasts. The content is so fucking boring. It's all the same shit regurgitated. I completely agree there's an opportunity to do yep. something different. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, our egos aren't too big yet, so we could do something together. As soon as we're super famous, you know, we're too big then. So, all right, Brad, thank you so much for joining cool. us. We'll Thanks, uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Sounds good. Everyone. Thanks, guys. All right, bye-bye. It. Bye. All right, boys, we are all set and done. That was a, a good one. Um, what did you learn out of the, that other than wrestling fans? Well, we've already known that wrestling fans are fucking insane, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, wish he was... didn't bow down. I get that the family threatening thing was, yeah. you know, that's kind of where you got to do what you got to do. But when you get mm-hmm. too close to home, that's when you. Yeah, because I'm always off. like, because otherwise you go, what can they do to me? Like when they said, oh, they'll cancel me and you or what? It's like, well, you, can, you can't do anything to us. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can fucking do. I'm like. All right, you won't subscribe. Patreon's not going to take us down. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You know, thank you. I'm like, this isn't our fucking end-all be-all. Half the time you go, please cancel us so we don't have to do this fucking show anymore. <laughs> I have a lot more time to do EA Sports. For God's there sake. There you go. It's in the game. I need to work on my short game. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, my God. I've I missed so many. I've missed five cuts in a row. I've after making the cut at the Masters, I've, I've missed five cuts in a fucking well, row. Well, let's, so let's talk about, about that, that for the, the show going to be a little long. So let's cut this off for uh, to go over to Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia if you want to hear all of our good nonsense. We had Brad before the show started as well on the uh, video feed. That's the Godfather Plus. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit of video games on the other side before we go into that plus section. So patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. What? You haven't signed up to patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia yet? Not only will you get the second half of this show on time on Tuesdays, you can also go back in our history for over 500 plus shows like number 94, 
where I was on my deathbed. And I am Fausty Walnuts. And I'm Cav Manning. Also, by becoming a member of Patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia, you are free to send us a submission of your own show, and we'll play it like these super fans. Lingus Mafia podcast family, grab the lube, sit down, and get ready for Creepy Crutchfield, Girls of Porn. Where are they now? The Cocketeer. He's got a motherfucker. He flies around with his dildo jetpack. You see her butthole and the vagina, and she's just going to town with her fingers. WWE pay-per-view previews. So, gotta be honest, not excited about this. It's a horror show. It really is a horror show, but not in a good way. The Duchess and I review Total Bellas, like the time they said they wrote a book. So get on over to patreon.com slash lingus mafia and see what you've been missing. Not a regular Sharpie, you'd be fucked to try to write. Five one. You write anything on there. There you go, exactly. You write anything with a real Sharpie, you're fucked. So, all right, let's get out of here to the Godfather Plus tier uh, for some more reindeer games. Uh, if you want to join us, that is patreon.com slash lingus mafia. What's the game today that we're playing? The game is called. Like, how wells do you know your hero or something like that? There it is. How wells do you know your hero? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this. This will be very mm-hmm. interesting. So it's, you know, we're going to see how well you guys know me. All right, everybody, uh, join us over there. Uh, we also have wrestling over there, of course. Thanks again to Brad Shepard, uh, the great, not special, but the great, yes, the great. Brad Shepard. Um, it was interesting to see that. It was just from one thing that all fucking blew up. I wonder if he'll tell me off uh, air, Faust. Do you think he will? Tell me who his source is? Or he doesn't know me well enough to go, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and I'm not even offended by it. I can understand it. Billy probably doesn't know either. Oh, well, listen, who would you rather tell, Faust? <laughs> well, you. Thank you. <laughs> Billy gets pissed off at him for fucking one minute. It's, it's going to be a fucking problem. So... All right, uh, that's it, kids. We're going over there. Remember, I can do anything I want because my dad is dead, and he don't leave me 50-cent pieces like Rob's dad. I'm still looking for if anything fell in here. No, nothing. Uh, yep, nothing move. And we'll see you next Tuesday. You're either lingus or against us. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Best podcast in the world. Well, let's not put our foot through a Van Gogh, people. That was great. That's the wrong one, though, right, Faust? That was the wrong one. It is the wrong one. I'm so used to doing that one. That's, that fucking works, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, this one. I am the best on this microphone. Nobody can touch me. Yours truly. <laughs> I'm done. Show's over. Good day. Fade to black. <laughs>